Hello? The president? In trouble? You need the chuckleheads? We'll be there as soon as we can. Hi, I'm Lucas. And I'm Adam. Welcome to the Chuckleheads Lunch Update. Uh, this week we have a couple of big stories and one little one, starting with the little one as usual. Um, we have uh, Trump... <laughs> Trump uh, being endorsed by former uh, leader of the KKK. Uh, and uh, and also Trump's fa- familial ties to the KKK. Um, so I, I guess we should get right into this. Trump was asked a question about the KKK and Duke Johnson and how he felt about it. And uh, he did not say that he liked the KKK, but he never said that he didn't like the KKK. I mean, it's a pretty easy question when someone asks you whether or not you like the KKK and you're someone who's running for president. Like 90% of the time that answer should be no, unless it's phrased really weirdly. So, I mean, I don't know what to say about Trump. Like, it's literally one of the easiest questions. Well, I I mean, for for Trump, it might be a little more difficult. there's a picture that the New York Times, uh, I think, has out of Trump's father, uh, Fred Trump, being arrested at a KKK rally in 1927. So for Trump, it might not be a simple yes or no question. It definitely has some um, other branches to it where if he says that he doesn't endorse them, then the picture comes out, looks really bad. And if he does endorse them, the picture comes out, looks really bad. I mean, it's his father. All he has to say is that he is not his father. Anyway, that isn't really that important on the big scheme of things. Trump has been through a lot more scandals than just that. Um, in, uh, in, in more important news, we have, um, Apple versus the FBI. Uh, Apple, uh, has been, has, the FBI has requested that Apple uh, allow uh, take away security features from the the iPhone so that uh, the FBI can break onto uh, a phone that was uh, used by someone that participated in the San Bernardino shootings. Um, now one might think that it's obvious they should just release it, but the implications of this are tremendous. If Apple releases this, then the FBI allows the FBI to do this. It it essentially is giving the FBI code to get onto anyone's phone, and it can be used for more than just this one case. Uh, Well, I think that um, it's a big question of privacy, and I think that a lot of people probably feel like if if, uh, Apple gives up this information, their privacy is in jeopardy, and that is a very difficult situation. It also broadcasts the message to other countries that Apple... Apple is an international company, so if they listen to the United States, it broadcasts the message that they will listen to a country. So it could get to the point where uh, countries request access to phones, which we don't want. Like, what if Russia or China does something like that? Then what? Oh, well, I mean, there's also the, uh, you know, Apple stock is quite valuable and expensive, And if you think about, you know, they unlock someone's phone, all of a sudden they will probably lose a uh, large number of people and a large number of people who buy their stocks simply because those people feel that um, Apple has given up their privacy and that's a violation of their constitutional rights.
So this issue, although it seems one-sided at first, really does have multiple a angles, and I'm really interesting to see how this uh, continues to play out. Because so far, Tim Cook, the the CEO of Apple, has uh, denied, has not allowed this to happen. I'm just wondering how far the FBI will go to get this information. Well, uh, I, I imagine that if Apple does not give up the information willingly, the FBI will obtain a court order somehow. Um, and that's that's where things get a little hazy, whether or not a court will say uh, this is the correct path or not. Well, I mean, the uh, just the very fact of getting on the phone in the first place was already a court order, or at least essentially like a... Yeah, it came from the court. Um, but again, it goes back to like, if our court can do it, why couldn't some other court? And I mean, that's... Uh, we, we, we look at other countries all the time and we say, look at like North Korea or look at China as human rights abuses and the way they treats its people. Um, I mean, this would be a, this would be a huge deal for the United States. Uh, other countries might look at us and say, oh, they're allowing people, they're allowing the FBI to just look on people's phones, no problem. Um, that's, that's a big deal. In other news, uh, tomorrow is March 1st, uh, which means Super Tuesday tomorrow, and the polls um, are pretty interesting. Usually Super Tuesday is when many people believe that the president is decided, and it is on the Democratic side, it is not looking good for Bernie. Um, currently, Clinton is uh, leading in every state um, except for Vermont. Um, uh, well, I mean... There are also states such as uh, Massachusetts and Colorado that are uh, very close states to call uh, right now. So uh, it, it's important to just remember, like, in Iowa, Trump was predicted to win by a lot, and then Cruz ended up winning there. Uh, so you never really know what's going to happen with these polls until, you know, Super Tuesday. Well, the difference in Iowa is that, uh, as far as I can tell, it was probably a lot closer. The thing is, Hillary, um, besides in Massachusetts, in all of the states that Hillary is leading, and she's leading in by at least nine points, and most, uh, and that's just an outlier, most of them are around 15 points, and, I mean, that's a significant number. Well, I mean, uh, one of the things that Super Tuesday is known for is it's a lot of southern states uh, in the same day that's normally very hard for any Democratic candidate to distinguish themselves in. But um, in, uh, in the most recent primary for the Democrats, South Carolina, Hillary took more of the black vote than uh, our current president, Barack Obama, did when he ran and she she did a really great job. She appealed to uh, minorities, and clearly that that did a lot of good for her. I mean, this is very true. I mean, I feel like this all just points to a stronger case for Hillary. Even in Oklahoma, which Bernie Sanders said would be a state that he would win, is that's the one that Hillary's leading in with nine points. The one the. The only one she's losing is Vermont, and that's not really a big surprise since that is uh, Bernie's home state. 
Well, I uh, I think that uh, it really comes down to uh, Super Tuesday for Bernie Sanders because if he cannot do well enough, then Clinton will be far and beyond the obvious candidate for the Democrats. So I think really all of this rides on Bernie Sanders and his ability to come through uh, tomorrow, actually. On the other hand, we have uh, the Republican primaries on Super Tuesdays, and they are looking much more chaotic. Uh, the polls for each state are all over the place. We've got Trump winning in some of them, Cruz winning in a few of the others. The Alaska polls are especially interesting to look at since they have um, uh, Trump winning in one poll, Cruz winning in another, Christie winning in yet another, and uh, Ron Paul, Ron Paul winning in yet another, and Rubio winning in again another, which is like Christie isn't even in the race anymore. So, well, uh, I think looking at Colorado actually is pretty interesting. There's only uh, one poll there, uh, but it has Carson winning, and I think that's really interesting because I don't know that Carson has any big ties in Colorado. But also, he is, uh, he is really the least popular Republican candidate, least talked about now. And Super Tuesday might be the day where he is forced to drop out or he suspends his campaign. Um, but that would be a big deal for the Republicans. Um, I mean, I, I think what's going to happen, although I did say earlier that uh, the polls are pretty all over the pr place, I'm looking at them again, and the reality is that Trump is winning most of them, and the ones he is winning is are at least a you know, six-point lead in most of them, and most of them are about 15-point leads for Trump. But um, what is looking... Um, I don't think the Republican Party is necessarily incredibly happy about this. Uh, I mean, the well, I mean, uh, one of the big things that you got to look at, and the party is probably very has mixed feelings about this. Ted Cruz, former senator of Texas or current senator of Texas, really, Texas is a hundred seventy-two delegates, and Cruz is leading by all counts there, as he should, though, as the senator from Texas. So I, the party's got to be asking themselves, can Cruz come back and keep on threatening Trump, or is this, is this the end of Cruz, the end of Rubio, and Trump just sweeps the board? I mean, again, Super Tuesday is usually the, the, deciding, the deciding day in, in you know, choosing the candidate. So it'll be really interesting to find out the results of this. And also, these are these are big states with the um, Iowa and uh, North with the other previous caucuses. They they were much smaller states, so uh, the the candidates had to resort uh, had to do rallies in order to really get to the people there. That's the that's how they appeal to smaller states. Yet these are where all the big states come in, and it really shows us, you know, what what people think of the candidates without having rallies to change their opinions. Um, and uh, just just as a last thing here, uh, I was thinking we might try and come up with a couple uh, presidential candidate puns on air. So, Lucas, take us away. 
Um, well, first of all, the task of stopping Trump from getting the candidacy from the Republican Party, well, that's just really an elephantine task that they have to try doing there. You know. I, I see what you did there with the Republican Party. Um, let's see. Well, in the state of Texas, uh, Trump should have a hard time cruising to victory. <laughs> Man, all of these uh, political pundits are really starting to get crazy. Yeah, they are. Um, so I think that's going to be all for today. Um, we might have a couple more of these for you next week. But thanks for listening to the Chuckleheads. This is Lucas. This is Adam. Signing out.